This is the Church Wigan Daily Reflection for Eastertide for the 20th of May. My name is Reverend Neil Cook. I'm the team leader here in Wigan and I'm going to read to you from Acts chapter 20 verses 17 to 38. Paul speaks to the Ephesian elders. From Miletus he sent a message to Ephesus asking the elders of the church to meet him. When they came to him, he said to them, You yourselves know how I lived among you the entire time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears, enduring the trials that came to me through the plots of the Jews. I did not shrink from doing anything helpful, proclaiming the message to you and teaching you publicly and from house to house, as I testified to both Jews and Greeks about repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus. And now, as a captive to the Spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and persecutions are waiting for me. But I do not count my life of any value to myself, if only I may finish my course in the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the good news of God's grace. And now I know that none of you among whom I've gone about proclaiming the kingdom will ever see my face again. Therefore, I declare to you this day that I'm not responsible for the blood of any of you, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God, Keep watch over yourselves and over all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God that he obtained with the blood of his own son. I know that after I have gone, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Some, even from your own group, will come and, dis and distorting the truth in order to entice you and the disciples to follow them. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to warn everyone with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the message of his grace, a message that is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or clothing. You know for yourselves that I worked with my own hands to support myself and my companions. In all this, I've given you an example that by such work we must support the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus. For he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt down with them all and prayed. There was much weeping among them all. They embraced Paul and kissed him, grieving especially because of what he had said, that they would not see him again. Then they brought him to the ship. Oh, the beauty and pathos of the scene. St Paul and his spiritual children kneeling together in the sand, their faces streaked with tears, turn to heaven even as they pray with voices cracked and broken with sorrow. The elders of the church in Ephesus had said goodbye to Paul before, but never without the hope of seeing the beloved apostle again. This time, they knew it was to be the final farewell. And for Paul himself, 
how difficult this parting must have been. He had invested nearly three years of his life in Ephesus, a time which was so productive in the proclamation of the good news of Christ that, according to Acts chapter 19, verse 10, all the residents of Asia, both Jews and Greeks, heard the word of the Lord. He also knew that after he was gone, the young church would have to deal alone with savage wolves who would attempt to devour and destroy their tender faith. Now, with breaking heart, he knew it was time to leave them all behind and meet his destiny in Jerusalem. It was Paul himself who exhorted fellow believers to be imitators of me as I am of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1. Even as Jesus set his face toward Jerusalem and would not be deterred by the pleas of the disciples to save his own skin, Paul was implacable in his resolve to go to Jerusalem and confront the persecutions and opportunities awaiting him there. If Jesus had been savaged by doubts as he knelt in prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, how much more would Paul have been assailed by temptation to ignore the clear but narrow and steep and lethal calling of God and instead to continue his successful missionary career in what we now call Turkey, Greece and the Southern Balkans. Thankfully, Paul was not found wanting. God honoured his prayers and enabled him to reach the finishing line of his earthly calling. Though it ended in imprisonment and death in Rome, the gospel flame Christ had entrusted to him was unleashed in a holy wildfire that changed the world forever. I don't want to be beheaded or to catch coronavirus or even to be put to shame and discomfort for my faith. But I must imitate Paul even as he imitated Christ. You too must imitate his obedience even if the path leads away from green pastures and quiet waters toward dark valleys of uncertainty and fear. How difficult that choice will be if there is the devilish mirage of a wide road that leads nowhere but endless circles in the soft fields of comfort and familiarity. May God give you and me and his church in Wigan the same hunger for union with the Lord, the same revelation of Christ's glory as he did to our brother Paul before us. And may he give us courage to set our face toward the Jerusalem he is calling us to. Amen.